welcome to Oracle's News Radio. Today is Sunday, January 21st, 2022. It is playoff day. We have a special edition for you. I am Renee Thomas, your host of Oracle's News Radio. You can follow us by clicking the follow button on our podcast page and share this podcast with your friends and family via email and social media. We are a news podcast featuring current events, Oracle and prophetic news. And we talk about various things that are happening in the world today, right now, that being the NFL playoffs, which we want to discuss some things. And we have a special guest who has been on the show before with us. His name is DJ Ward. Let's invite him in. Hello, DJ. I am great. I hope you are, too. And I'm not going to be taking up too much of your time, but we need to talk to somebody who knows what is going on. And uh, first of all, we're going to start off really quickly with the end-all, be-all question. What two teams do you think are going to make it to the Super Bowl? This is one of the – first of all, let me just say um, I'm so happy to be here again. Um, And this is an exciting time for all NFL football fans. Um, This happens to be one of those years where there's a lot of parity. And we have no idea who – there is no favorite, so to speak, if, unless you're going to say the Chiefs. But personally, um, this year, I do believe this is the year of the Buffalo Bills. You Buffalo Bills fans, um, they have everything it takes to take it all the way this year. They have a superstar quarterback. They have a championship defense. They have a great coach. They have they've had adversity this year. Um, the only thing they do not have is home field advantage. But um, besides that, I mean, I really believe that the Buffalo Bills are the team to uh, beat. Okay, so we're going to talk about that in a few because I will say that. I've been watching more games this year than what I have watched in the past, and I really am not completely familiar with the Buffalo Bills. I don't really know them. Now, I want to talk to you about the game that happened last night between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. And I believe that the coach for the Tennessee Titans has said that they're not going to let one person take the blame for what went wrong. And You know, everybody talks about defense wins championships. And in this case, with nine sacks against the the Cincinnati Bengals, defense did exactly what they were supposed to do. But they did not win this championship game or this playoff game simply because of the turnovers that it seemed like the Cincinnati Bengals were prepared for because they were catching all kinds of picks. I mean, picks that it was almost like they were looking for them. So um, do you think that the Tennessee Titans um, quarterback needs to be in some way changed out because how far can a team like this go with that kind of defense with a quarterback that continually turns over? Yeah, the turnovers, um, well, they weren't all just bad reads by the quarterback. Um, one of the turnovers, he was throwing a quick pass, and the the, the blitzing, I believe it was a safety or a cornerback, came around the corner and just lifted his hands and just happened to tip it and caught it. It was just an, an outstanding play. Sometimes turnovers aren't about 
just a bad play on the quarterback. It's just a great play on the defense. And then there was another uh, deflected, I believe, turnover um, where the ball was deflected. If the ball hits the receiver in the hands and he deflects it and it goes to the other team, I mean, it's hard to blame the quarterback. Um, did um, did the quarterback play well? No. Um, he did not play well. Tannehill, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill did not play well. Um, however, Ryan Tannehill, if you know the, the construction of the Tennessee Titans, they are a run-first team. They do play action. And really, because Tennessee did a good job on their running game, it put more pressure on Tannehill. And see, Tannehill's not that guy. He's not the type of quarterback that is going to carry your team, a la, say, Tom Brady or uh, – um, Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills or Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. Those are teams that – those are quarterbacks that it doesn't matter how bad the team is playing, they can carry the team. And that's just not what Ryan Tannehill and how he's built. So, really, it's definitely not on Ryan Tannehill. I think it's just because the Cincinnati defense stopped the run. I mean, they did a great job on Derrick yeah. Henry. They really did. I mean, they did an excellent job on stopping runs. They did an excellent job on blocking um, the Tennessee Titans from getting into the field goal for the the Cincinnati Bengals defense. We have to get – And at the end of the day, Joe Burrow showed us his – I mean, Joe Burrow, I believe it was year two for him. Um, he is a superstar. I mean, he is an elite quarterback. And I would love to he say showed... that I raised him. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? I didn't hear that part. I would love to say that I raised him because the way that he was so cool, calm, collected, unfazed, even past the ninth sack. I mean, he could have gotten so upset with his O-line, and if anything, it probably made them feel guilty because they seemed to improve as the game went on. Well, Joe Burrow and the Bengals' offense is a feast or famine offense. Um, And Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this year, so he was used to it. So you don't get get phased when you used to getting sacked five, six times a game because he also makes big plays, too. And so – yeah, I, I think that was part of it. Now, should the Bengals have won that game? Not, no, not with nine sacks. But now that just lets us know how much more important a turnover is than a sack. Sometimes sacks can seem like a turnover, but as you know, you could always punt after a sack. But when you have a turnover, you, you're in bad field position. And and that was really, you know, that was the key, uh, the turnovers. Okay, so um, what do you think? Let's talk a little bit about the um, the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and the fact that earlier in the season they seemed to be a little bit slack and then they pulled it together and they started getting really tight and playing. What are the top three things you think are the Kansas City Chiefs' um, strong points that are outside of Patrick Mahomes? Well, their defense got better over the second half of the season because they made a couple of um, roster moves. Um, 
plus they Patrick Mahomes the offense was really designed to just throw deep passes to um, Tyreek Hill and just stretch the defense. But this year, defense has decided to not let Patrick Mahomes get away with just throwing deep passes all the time. So what uh, Patrick Mahomes had to do and the coaching staff, they had to go back to the drawing board, and they decided to take what the defense gave them. So if if I have a five-yard pass, if I have a – seven-yard pass, I'm just going to throw it. See, Patrick Mahomes, he's a gunslinger. He doesn't like throwing seven-yard passes. He doesn't like doing check downs to the running backs. And he does have a great tight end, um, Kelsey, but he, he likes to throw it deep and throw the, throw the bombs. And he can't do it anymore. He, they, every once in a while, he gets a break where he can do it. So now Pat, Patrick Mahomes and the whole entire Kansas City offense just adjusted to what the league was doing. And they, like I said, they made a couple of roster moves, and with those defensive roster moves, their defense went from like the bottom five in the league to like the top five in the league, just from just a couple of roster moves. And so they are, they have a lot of confidence right now. Uh, they have momentum, and they have the home field, and so um, they're going to be formidable. I just believe that. Despite them, their offense being outstanding, despite their defense playing outstanding, I just believe that Buffalo – I just believe Josh Allen is the best player in the NFL. He, he, he's, like a, he's like a mixture of John Elway, Michael Vick. Oh, I mean, not as fast and athletic as Michael, but he – you know, he, he's like a John Elway – Dan Marino and Michael Vick all rolled into one person. He's an incredibly good quarterback. I mean, and I don't think a lot of people have seen him because he plays in Buffalo, and Buffalo doesn't always get a lot of TV time because of their market. But when you see the game tonight, prime time, I think everybody's going to see that Josh Allen is every bit as good as Patrick Mahomes, if not better, because he can run better than Patrick Mahomes. And that's probably why I am so unfamiliar with him. I was in a um, a household where we were looking at mostly the red zone. And so right. I wasn't seeing a whole lot of play, just what people were doing in the red zone. And one of the things I noticed is that a lot of quarterbacks, particularly it seemed like um, the, the Seattle Seahawks, a lot of quarterbacks seem to have a hard time throwing – like 10 feet, 10 to 20 yards into the end zone. They throw too hard. They overthrow. Um, what would advice would you give to quarterbacks who seem to be having that problem? Well, when you get into the red zone or inside the 20, it's always going to be tough. So that's why it's good to have a running game. And, see, that goes right back to my point of Josh Allen. Josh Allen is like a running back. He's tough. He's Big, you don't have to worry about him getting hurt. Whereas Patrick Mahomes, if he runs, Patrick Mahomes is not as big as Josh Allen, so he can't take the punishment and the hit. And so when you quarterbacks, offenses that can run the ball inside the twenty yard line when everything is tight, those teams tend to score more. That's why the Titans were so good this year because they had Derrick Henry, he could run the ball. But see. Now that going getting back to that, the Bengals stopped the run, so it, it was more pressure to throw the ball. But see, when you have a guy like Josh Allen, Josh Allen can extend the play. 
Even See, you're not going to see Josh Allen get sacked nine times because unlike Joe Burrow, who can't really move, Josh Allen, he, he'll dodge – he can break tackles. If the guy comes in, he could just stiff arm and he he tonight I want you to watch how many times Josh Allen should have been sacked and didn't get sacked because of his athleticism. He's no, gonna dodge sacks. Yeah. He's gonna dodge sacks. He's gonna extend the play and then he's got a rocket on. He got the strongest arm in the NFL. He can just throw it into tight little windows. And he's got an excellent supporting cast. He is a great tight end, Dawson Knox. He has uh, Stefan Diggs. He has uh, Emmanuel Sanders. And he has Gabriel Davis. He has an incredible array of talent around here. And so you're going to see – it's going to be a great game tonight. Both games today are going to be great. pretty slim. You know, you said that he was kind of strong, and he's 6'5". 237 pounds, which is kind of slim, but apparently... No, no, no. He's a big... He's a... Two, when we think of Josh Allen, when you think of quarterbacks, 235 pounds, that's the size of a linebacker. And so, he's that size of a linebacker, and but he can throw the ball. now Because Patrick Mahomes would be considered the size of maybe um, a wide receiver or somebody like that. But it's the bulk on Josh Allen. He he's he's big and sturdy. He's not wiry. He's not he can take a hit. He can give a hit. He's a big guy. He, he and I don't he plays big too. He plays big, he plays tough. Um if you watched any of the game last week with the Buffalo Bills, he he ran the ball the first <laughs> like he kept running the ball. He didn't even throw the ball. He just ran it like a running back. I like that because sometimes when the, when you have running quarterbacks, kind of like Michael Vick was um, kind of like um, it seems like the Baltimore Ravens quarterback was too. They have a tendency to give up too quick on getting the ball to someone and then they default to running. So I prefer guys who stay in the pocket. That's, that's kind of like, I feel like they confuse their offensive line. They make it harder on their offensive line when they do that. And I, I typically, do not like running quarterbacks. That's just me. Now, um, today, Rams and Buccaneers, what do you think is going to happen? Well, of course, it's Tom Brady, you know, for the Buccaneers. The great, it, it's, it's very difficult to, <laughs> to ever say Tom Brady is not going to win. Saying that, though, the Rams have the home, home field. The Rams have the better team. Um, the Rams have a running game. The Rams have a passing game. The Rams have a better defense. The Rams, um, the only thing that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have that is better than the Rams is the quarterback, which could be the difference. Um, But at the end of the day, um, Tom Brady, it's hard to go against. It's hard to root against him. It's hard to put your money against Tom Brady. Um, He is the GOAT. And so, um, and I like the way he gets rid of the ball. He does not hold the ball. He gets rid of it, and that's one of his. He doesn't give people a chance to sack him. He doesn't give people a chance to cover his receivers. His receivers can quickly get to where they need to go, and he the ball is in the air before anybody can come and try to swipe it from them. That's one of his his benefits. So he he knows what he's going to do. He's tall enough to be able to see. He kind of has a the relationship with his receivers, his tight ends, his that so that they know what's coming, and he just sticks to what he knows. 
And so I think that a lot of other people need to do the same thing. Well, saying all that, though, I'm still picking the Rams because the Rams are a better team. And I think the Rams, I don't think, I think they're going to stop Tom Brady. Today. I think they're going to contain him. I think, I think the injuries, I think Antonio Brown, he got hurt, and then they lost their other wide receiver. Um, I can't, his name escapes me. Um, they lost two wide receivers, and they lost Leonard Fournette, Fournette uh, which is their top running back. I just don't know if they have enough you to, mean the to beat the Rams. Neil Brown is out, which gives the Buccaneers a, a reason and a motivation to take it all the way just because they don't want it to be said or to be agreed that Antonio Brown was needed for, so that there was this mindset that, oh, they can't do this without me. And they have something to prove. How much momentum do you think that is going to give that team? I think when you have Tom Brady on your team, he's so mentally tough. He's going to have those guys not even thinking about Antonio Brown. But at the end of the day, when all the dust settles and when Tom Brady needs to make a play, he's going to miss Antonio Brown because uh, uh, Mike Evans is their only – they got Gronkowski and Mike Evans. That's it. Now, the Rams have top-tier cornerbacks, and so – now, you can throw on the Rams, but at the end of the day, I mean, the Rams have an incredible pass rush with Aaron Donaldson, and um, they picked up the, the um, linebacker from Denver, um, who's another Hall of Famer. Uh, I mean, they're going to be tough to beat. <laughs> and and tell, I know Tom Brady. That the Cincinnati Bengals can't win the Super Bowl. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because Cincinnati Bengals, they can't beat the Chiefs. They can't beat the Bills. They can't beat the Rams. And they can't beat the Buccaneers. So, no. They can't. Cause you, at the end of the day, Burrow, getting sacked nine times by the Titans, the Titans' defense isn't even the best defense. I mean, the Buffalo Bills' defense was ranked number one all season. And so you think the tight line. What's wrong with if, the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line? Well, they just have struggled all year. You know, they just never found their cohesiveness, and they have given. And, and you know, Joe Burrow is not mobile. We're in a now that doesn't mean he can't run for a couple of yards, but Joe Burrow is a pocket quarterback. When you're a pocket quarterback, you got to have a solid offensive line, or you got to be able to get rid of the ball. The way the Bengals. They like to throw the ball deep to Jamar Chase. And so – and they also have um, Higgins. So they like to throw the ball deep. When you, when you throw the ball deep, you hold on to the ball longer when you throw the ball deep. And so you got a combination of Joe Burrow holding the ball too long. The, their plays take more time to develop and a, a poor offensive line, all that together – and you have a quarterback that's not mobile. You mix all that together, and you have a cocktail for sacks. And well, that's why you get sacks so much. Can do something about it because one of the things that the Titans did last night to help their offensive line was they took out one of the um, wide receivers and added an extra man on the line. Do you think that can right. help the um, Cincinnati Bengals? I no. I think the only thing that can I think the only way that the Cincinnati Bengals can beat 
the winner of tonight's game is they will have to score 40 points or more. And Joe Burrow would just have to have an amazing, crazy game. And he's done it before this year. Well, he's throwing, what, four or five touchdowns in the game. He would, they would just have to outscore because they're not built. Yes, their defense played great. Don't get me wrong. But the Bengals aren't built like that. And so they're just not – they just don't have – they just don't have the complete team, in my opinion, to beat the Chiefs or the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. But if their offense is clicking and their defense can hold and not get, you know, they they can hold the um, Chiefs or hold the Bills under, let's say, 30 points, they got a shot. So I'm not going to totally discount them. Everybody has a shot, but – but it's going to be a long time getting nine I'm really for the Bengals. I don't really – I like what you're saying about the Buffalo Bills. I'm looking forward to seeing that game. I'm really kind of tired of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm looking to see the game with the Buffalo Bills. I don't mind if the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, but they've already won the Super Bowl before recently. So I'm looking – I would love for the Bengals to take the Super Bowl. And so for all of you people who are running – producing programs for sports uh, with NFL, ESPN, Fox, Whoever, this man that I'm talking to, DJ Ward, he is a, a master of the game. You are missing out by not having his expertise, his history. And, Derek, if you get your own show, remember me. Okay? So we want to give a shout-out to the top five listening countries of our podcast, U.S., Mexico, Canada, Poland, and Italy. Thank you all for listening. We also want to end the show at this time, ask you to visit our our page, our info page, if you have diabetes, you can get the CareTouch Blood Glucose Monitor Kit, diabetes testing kit, which includes one blood sugar monitor, 100 glucometer strips, and one lancing device with 100 lancet and a, lancets and a carrying case. So visit our info box to get that link. And we want to thank you, podcast listeners, from any place that you're listening on for whatever platform you are using. And know that you have listened to Oracle News Radio with Renee Thomas and DJ Ward. And if you bring somebody to our show or recommend our show, you can rest assured that both of you and whoever you bring will enjoy the facts and nothing but. Until next time.